going to pivot to the All Blacks because they, uh, by contrast, had a relatively comfortable win overnight in Cardiff. Uh, Wales sort of stayed with them, I guess you'd say, for you know for large parts of of the first hour or so. But once uh, New Zealand cleared away, they really cleared away. Elliot Smith's our man in Cardiff. Uh, Elliot, you've had the chance over the last couple of hours to to see the reaction from the All Blacks players and coaches in the in the post match media. What sense do you get from the All Blacks after that? Yeah, I think, um, Piney, they're pretty happy with that performance. Um, but again, not entirely happy, I think would be the way to describe it. Certainly happier um, and, and more smiles than what I saw last week after the, the win over Japan. But I think a feeling today that they probably could have closed the game uh, up a bit earlier than they did and, um, and perhaps just let Wales back in with that try just after half time. It was a 6 contest again uh, they're pretty happy with the way they closed out the game of course with uh, four tries in the the last 27 minutes or, or, or thereabouts and scoring the last 26 points of the contest there's nothing to be sniffed at but um the the all blacks i think um were a bit frustrated that they let uh wales stay in the contest as long as they did so uh while they're happy with the win i think they, they, they acknowledge there's a bit to improve on uh, when the all blacks are on today they look very very good um, but I guess there's a bit of hunger there that they can be better uh, as they head to Murrayfield next week. That was one of the themes, wasn't it, that they talked about heading into this Wales game, how they let Japan stay in the game for, well, 80 minutes in Tokyo. Uh, it's pretty harsh, though, as you say, when they, <coughs> excuse me, they did close the game out at the end. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's probably not a bad thing, isn't it? A, a quest for actually not waiting until the last 20 minutes to close things out. Yeah, that's right. And, and look, they did score some good tries in the first half as well and uh, had that advantage at, at the break. But you look back at, at the game and the scoreline, the way it goes, and it's probably easier to look at the 55-23 full-time score. But similarly to last week, yeah, they were 17-0 up. Uh, last week, they were 21-3 up and then allowed Wales to get back into into the contest in a position where they were within, within you know one converted try of, of taking the lead. So from an All Blacks perspective, yeah, I think it's a pretty good sign that they aren't overly, um, you know, popping the champagne corks after uh, that victory, despite the fact it was that the most points have scored uh, on Wales on their own turf. There's still uh, a sense of some unfinished business or an incomplete performance from them. And uh, I think that's driving them on because uh, speaking to Dalton Papali'i post-game, um, you know, the, the the challenge for them is they've put that good performance in now. Uh, they have to go back it up in, in Scotland next week. And, uh, let's look back. The All Blacks, yes, they're on a five-game winning streak, but you look back at those five wins, it started with the big win over Argentina and Hamilton, then they were lucky to escape in Melbourne, came back and won uh, well against Australia, uh, of course, in Auckland, then squeaked home last week in Japan, and then today pretty comprehensive against Wales. So it's fairly up and down those five wins in a row. Um, the challenge for them next week is they've put in a good performance here, can they do it in uh, in uh, at Murrayfield in Edinburgh uh, next week and uh, and make sure that they go into the final game of the season, um, you know, with a, a pretty good record as they uh, try and uh, take down England. When you reflect back a few hours on the game, Elliot, uh, which players stand out? Who um who really impressed you today in an All Blacks jersey? Yeah, look, it has to be the one that they got the champagne bottle at, at full time, Adi Savia. Uh, quite remarkable. Just looking back at some of his statistics as I uh, compile some of the stories for for our radio bulletins um, throughout the um, you know the afternoon and, and that sort of thing. Um, he made uh, 15 runs, I believe, six defenders beat, and of course scored a try himself. Laid on another 
uh, as well. And then on top of that, made um, 10 or 11 tackles. I mean, those are um, remarkable numbers for, for uh, any rugby player to put in. But especially the ones, uh, you know, on the attacking side of the ball, those are backline figures. Nadi Savia um, just, uh, you know, seems to turn in week, turn up week in, week out and and, um, and turn in a performance for uh, for the All Blacks. It was uh, utterly impressive today. Uh, Jordy Barrett, again, I thought had an outstanding game at second five, and that has to be the first-choice combination going forward. But I also want to mention Cody Taylor as well. He's a player that came in rightly for a lot of stick after that performance in Christchurch um, where he um, really just got the yips and, and couldn't throw in straight, was left out of the team for a, a couple of weeks after that, came back in Auckland and performed well. I thought he was very, very good today uh, for the All Blacks in that starting role. Scored a couple of tries, of course, uh, was active around the park. And then, uh, of course, Samasone Takeaho coming on and, and doing what Samasone Takeaho does. Um, and I think the All Blacks now have a couple of good options, um, depending on how they want to play each test, whether they start with Samasone Takeaho, whether they start with Cody Taylor. Um, you know, they've got good options there either way. And I think we need, um, you know, Cody Taylor putting pressure on Samasone Takiyaho, and I think we got that um, today. I thought it was a very good performance from the um, the starting hooker. And uh, just finally, as you prepare to leave Cardiff for Edinburgh, what do you expect next week, uh, Elliot? Will this almost entire starting 15 today be put on ice for England, or, or how, will the, how will they play it next week? It's intriguing, Piney. Uh, I think they've got an eight-day turnaround now. Of course, this game's on Monday morning, New Zealand time. Um, so there's an eight-day turnaround. Then they've only got six days until they go and play in Twickenham. So I'm intrigued to see that there might be a few changes there um, with a mind to the free uh, to the uh, the English game to close out the year. But again, they don't want to put all their focus on that game because that's been the um, you know the problem for the All Blacks this year is they haven't been able to string those consistent performances together. I would expect maybe a couple of tweaks here and there um, to the All Black side, but I wouldn't expect wholesale changes. Um, They'll just have to balance their loads, you know, over the next couple of weeks to make sure they can close out the game, you know, the year with uh, two comprehensive performances and allow what seems to be their first choice team um, to do the job over the next couple of weeks. That's uh, that's the intriguing thing for me. But yeah, it's um, I, I would suspect not too many changes for next week. Thanks, Elliot. Appreciate you staying up late for us, Elliot Smith, our rugby commentator and uh, rugby editor, with his thoughts.